Thank you for listening to the Rivers Church podcast with Pastor Andre and the Rivers team. Be sure to subscribe for a weekly dose of encouragement and inspiration to help your daily life. We pray that this message will help in whatever season of life you might be in. Well, as we come around the word today, I'm so excited to share this message with you because it's just burning in my heart and I think it'll be a great encouragement to you because most of us are facing similar feelings and emotions during this lockdown. I was reading that they did a survey of 501 adults, the Mitchum Antiperspirant and Deodorant Company. They surveyed these people and they asked them, how much stress do you have in your life? And when they collated all the information, they found that only 5% of all the people they surveyed said they had no stress in their lives. 5%, 95% of the people said, we have huge stress and some said we have medium stress. Isn't that amazing? I think a lot of us are facing stress in our lives at the moment, and it's a very stressful time. Stress is something that happens to you, not when you're out and about sometimes, but when you're in in your home facing COVID-19. The Bible doesn't talk about stress. It never uses the word stress, but it talks about anxiety, talks about worry and cares and burdens, and it addresses those because we all face them. You know, we can be in our homes right now and have a tremendous amount of stress because we're worrying about the future. What's going to happen when we get out? Will we be able to do business? Will we be able to pick up? What does the future look like? Is there going to be enough money? Those are the stresses and the concerns that people are currently carrying under COVID. And I want to help you with that today and talk to you about that a little bit. And I've entitled the message today, Where to Look in Times of Stress, because you've got to have the right perspective And you've got to look in the right direction when you're stressed because stress makes you skittish. It makes you go in different directions and you behave like a frightened sheep almost. When you go, what are we going to do? We need to be a bit sober and we need to look in the right direction. Now, I was reading in Merriam-Webster's dictionary the definition of stress. A physical, chemical, or emotional factor that causes bodily or mental tension and maybe a factor in disease causation. So we can suffer in our health with the manifestations of stress that's going on, even being at home. And that's not God's best for our lives. Hans Sale is an endocrinologist, and he, way back in 1936, he said this. He said, it's the non-specific response of the body to any demand for change. Non-specific. Things happen. You get skin rash. You eat too much. Those are all responses to change and especially to stress. And there are a lot of stressful emotions that people are experiencing. I don't know about you, but from what I can gather, people are experiencing despair, hopelessness, fear, anxiety, apprehension, what's going to happen. And uh, business people are frustrated. They're concerned about their responsibilities, their staff. And the future is not quite clear So stress is a natural result and causes us tremendous pressure. Eckhart Tolle summarized the stress we're facing right now. I thought it was pretty amazing. And uh, he's an author. He said this, stress is caused by being here but wanting to be there. I think that is just so true of the kind of stress we're facing right now. Now, I don't know about you, but some of the passages in the Bible, when you get to know them, you can kind of go, oh, well, I know that. And it doesn't really... uh, enter your spirit, and and you don't really receive. But I'm going to read a very common passage today, probably the most 
well-known passage in the Bible, not John 3.16, but probably the most well-known psalm in the Bible. And I'm going to encourage us from this psalm because this psalm is probably one that everybody knows from, from people who don't go to church to people who go to church. Psalm 23. It's 3,000 years old. It's pretty amazing. Just six verses, 100 words in English, 55 in the Hebrew. And uh, David here teaches us in the psalm who God is, but he also teaches us who we are. Then he teaches because of who God is, what God does. And then he puts us in perspective and we get to understand why we experience stress. Because in Psalm 23, David describes us as sheep. So I want to read it today. And I just want you to just note for a moment before we get into it, 28 times personal pronouns are used in this psalm. Like I, my, me, he. And so 25% of the psalm is taken up with personal. God is a very personal God with these personal pronouns. 28 times they mentioned. So Psalm 23, reading from the NIV, the Lord is my shepherd. He's not just a shepherd, he's my shepherd. I lack nothing. Isn't that encouraging during COVID? He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. You see, when you're stressed, he refreshes the soul. He guides me along the right paths for his namesake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, some people are going through that right now. As uh, He says, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I'll dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Notice it starts with the Lord is and ends with forever. Like in the parenthesis, everything we need is encapsulated in this amazing psalm. And I'd encourage you to memorize it. I'd encourage you to read it and get to know it. I'd encourage you to pray it because it's a powerful remedy for stress. So where do we look in times of stress? Firstly, number one, never lose sight of the person of God. Keep looking at the person of God. I'm using P's today. But I'm really saying, look at the character of God. The Lord is my shepherd. Of all the things he, he could use to describe God, he says he's a shepherd and he's my shepherd. He's not just a shepherd, he's my shepherd. Very, very personal. And then he says, I lack nothing. In fact, in the uh, New International Reader's Version, it says this, he gives me everything I need. Everything I need. What do you need today? God is your shepherd. And a shepherd is an amazing, amazing person. You know what a shepherd does? A shepherd looks after sheep, and without a shepherd, sheep are helpless. They are basically dead meat without a shepherd. And a shepherd cares for them at night. He cares for them during the day. And David says, you know what? The Lord is my shepherd. In my life, he's the one who cares for me night and day. And that's why I'm not stressed, even though I'm a king, I've got responsibilities. Stress doesn't get the better of me because I keep looking at him. I keep looking at the one who cares for my life. And you know, a shepherd's job is twofold. He provides affection for sheep. Sheep need affection and they need a lot of encouragement. And the shepherd knows sheep by name. You'll call them by name. And then secondly, a shepherd provides for them every single day. When the shepherd wakes up, his first goal is where can I find food for my sheep? 
and how can I protect my sheep? And so David says, that's who God is. During COVID-19, if you're filled with apprehension and fear and doubt, God is your shepherd night and day, and he cares about you, knows you by name, and wants to come to you and give you affection and take care of you. And it's wonderful here in Psalm 34 and verse 9, it says this, those who fear him lack nothing. And you know what a shepherd does is he gets up in the morning and he's either taking the sheep to, to provision, to pasture, or they're in pasture. He's either about to feed them or he's busy in a place with them where they are feeding. And today, if you're struggling with finances, you're worried about money, the Lord is your shepherd. He's either taking you to pasture or you're in pasture. And if you're worried about when we come out of this lockdown, trust him. Trust him because we're on our way to provision if he is our shepherd. Now, the interesting thing about the Hebrew language is it doesn't always come across in the English, but notice on the screen with me here, the word hand, the word friend, and the word shepherd. Can you see the root of friend is hand, and the root of shepherd is friend, because friendship is about giving, one hand washing the other, hand in hand. And so friendship is hand in hand, but what the shepherd is actually saying, what the Bible is actually saying about the shepherd here is that he is your hand in hand friend. So that's why you'll lack nothing. Listen, when you're stressed about finances and the future, you need to know that he is your shepherd. And, and we, when we grew up, we used to hear the King James Version, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Well, that sounds like a, everything I want. No, actually, it's an old English word that means this. I shall not be abandoned. And you know, God doesn't abandon us because he's our shepherd. If a shepherd abandons sheep, they don't stand a chance. Not even for a day. They'll be devoured by wolves. They'll fall down into a hole. They'll they walk off the edge of a cliff. So God cares about us. He wants to make sure our needs are met. And he will never, ever abandon us. The great author... J.I. Packer, I'm sure you've heard of J.I. Packer, amazing author, uh, said this, God has not abandoned us any more than he abandoned Job. He never abandons anyone on whom he has set his love. Nor does Christ, the good shepherd, ever lose track of his sheep. You see, God likes to view himself as a shepherd. David saw him as a shepherd. God portrays himself as a shepherd. It's not surprising to shepherds that the Lord revealed himself when Jesus was born, and then Jesus comes, and in order to show who God is, he's the good shepherd, he's the great shepherd, and he's the chief shepherd. So God really wants us to get this. The Lord is my shepherd. Don't stress, because he'll care for you, he'll look after you, he's got a hand that he's going to bless you with, he's your friend, and he takes care of you. Now, what I've noticed is this. When Jesus was on the earth, and he was about to be crucified, in Matthew's gospel, he warned his disciples about a prophecy that was coming. And in Mark chapter 14, I want you to notice this. He says, you will all fall away, speaking to the 12. Jesus told him, for it is written, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep will be scattered. In other words, Jesus is going to be arrested, going to be crucified, and his sheep are just going to run. And that's exactly what happened. The, the flock was scattered. And you know what I've discovered? The enemy's ploy is exactly the same today. He's trying to strike at the person the, the, the character, the, the person of Christ. Strike at it, shake it up, make, it, make Jesus less than he is. Guess what? The sheep will scatter. 
and God wants us to know that our eyes need to be on the person of Christ, then we will be stress-free because we'll know the Lord is my shepherd. The second thing that I read in this psalm here that we need to do, who to look in times of stress, never lose sight of the peace of God. Never lose sight of the peace of God. Notice in verse 2, he makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. You know, this really speaks about the quietness that sheep need. Sheep are very skittish. They're very nervous creatures. And what a shepherd does is he doesn't just take them to eat. He takes them to places where they can just lie down. And he just sits on the hill and they know he's there. There's nothing happening. There's no danger. And sheep need peace. And as God's sheep, we also need peace in times of stress. And you need to know the shepherd is there. And he's going to lead you. He makes me lie down. The shepherd makes them lie down. And it says in green pastures. Most people think, oh, that's where there's a lot of grass where they can eat. No, no, no. Those green pastures are not for eating. They're for resting. And sheep don't just eat. They need some rest. They need to calm their skittish and jittery souls. And then it says here, he leads me beside quiet waters. You know, the shepherd will take them to pools of water next to the river where the water's not running fast because it'll go up their nose. It'll end up on their wool and get them wet and then they'll fall into the water. So the whole picture here is one of God is your shepherd, but he wants to calm your soul. He wants to calm your spirit. And he says, he refreshes my soul. Sheep are fragile and, and they get very jittery. And here, basically he's saying, like we read in the King James, he restores my soul. Now he puts back what life takes out. And that's what the Holy Spirit does through Jesus, the good shepherd. He comes into our lives and he brings the water of the Holy Spirit and he brings a calmness and he brings a strength when we are jittery. And we must keep looking for the peace of God because when you lose your peace, that's when stress takes over. The third thing that we read in this amazing, amazing psalm, just six verses, is never lose sight of human powerlessness. You see, if you've got to focus on the shepherd, you also need to recognize who we are. And the Bible here describes us as sheep, not very flattering, but pretty accurate. Now, I have to say this. I don't always feel like a sheep because at times I've got a clear vision. I know what I'm doing. I know where I want to go. I'm disciplined. And, you know, I do try and live my life in that way, regulate my diet, regulate exercise, my thinking and so on. But you know when it really comes down to it? I realize we're all just sheep. We get easily affected we're very skittish. It doesn't take much to get us unnerved. You know, here's COVID. What's happening? Will I get infected? Will my family die? What will I do? I've got challenges. Now I've got this on top of it. What about my future? What about the business? What about the church? And we start to go down the road and we realize, man, we really are just sheep. And um, the Bible describes us as sheep because we get easily stressed. Have you noticed that? No matter who you are, you can get easily stressed even being at home. And if you were to describe sheep, I've written a couple of descriptions down. Sheep are very vulnerable, extremely vulnerable. You know, they don't have claws, they don't have horns, they can't growl, they can't bark back and, 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 and scare a predator. They, they're clumsy, you know, they, they top heavy. If they get a bit of sand or water on them, they fall over, they end up with their legs up, they end up in pits, they can't get out of the pit by themselves. They've got very little ability compared to a dog or another kind of creature. They, they're pretty helpless. And here's the thing I've noticed about sheep that, 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 that relates to human powerless. Sheep panic 
very quickly. They scatter and they panic and they're extremely jittery. And I've noticed that with human beings. We'll put on a good front, put on a suit, put on a brave front, you know, speak to the camera, put the best things on Instagram. But most people are extremely skittish and are easily affected by challenges. That's why we need a shepherd because without a shepherd, sheep are actually quite helpless. And the best defense a powerless sheep has against the challenges of life is this. It's to stay focused on the shepherd and near the shepherd. And secondly, to stay in the fold. The fold being the church, the protection of God's house with shepherds under the great shepherd and, and, and to be part of a community that cares for you. Because when things go wrong and you start to get stressed, you get your eyes on the person, you enjoy his peace, and then you realize, man, I'm just a sheep. I shouldn't feel bad because I feel this way. Um, you know, it's, most people are experiencing this. And most people experience these challenges. Let me remind you, you know that sheep, when they get attacked, they're so powerless that even sometimes when they survive an attack, they die from panic. And we've got to be careful because I've been reading recently that between 75% and 90% of the people who go to a doctor, go to a doctor because of stress-related conditions. It's manifest in your body as an illness, but it often comes from stress because really we are just powerless sheep and what can happen is we hear the news we watch the reports we see the negativity and then we all start bleating and then it's like bang everybody's scattering and everybody's nervous but we need to realize that God cares for us and he is our shepherd and he's always presented himself like that I love the prophet Ezekiel because he talks about so many serious things but here he talks about the Lord as a shepherd and the care that God promises to us powerless sheep as the shepherd. In Ezekiel 34, he says, as a shepherd looks after his scattered flock when he is with them, so will I look after my sheep. I myself, he says, will tend my sheep and have them lie down, declares the sovereign Lord. I will search for the lost, bring back the strays, I'll bind up the injured and strengthen the weak. So here the Lord points out that we are powerless sheep that we need him, that we need rest from stress, that we need binding up, that we sometimes get lost, but he will do it for us because he is our shepherd. Number four, the fourth thing today, and I hope you're receiving something and you're being encouraged right in your home as you watch this. The fourth thing we must never lose sight of and what we must look at when we're stressed is never lose sight of the protection and presence of God. Here David, obviously as a shepherd himself, knew how a shepherd operated. And he says in verse 3 and 4, he guides me along the right paths for his namesake. You know, sheep are known to just wander off wherever there's food. And we're like that. We just look for opportunity and then we end up in deep trouble. But here it says he guides me in the right paths. He protects us. He doesn't want us to fall down the cliff or into a hole. And then it says, even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil. I won't get stressed. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. So this talks here about the protection and the presence of God, because he's with us, but then his rod and staff, they bring a comfort. Why? Because they offer some form of protection. And when you look at the tools of a shepherd, he's got a rod. Do you know what the rod's for? He'll crack the skull of a predator. If a wolf comes, you'll use that stick and he'll smack that wolf, crack its skull open, 
because he values the sheep. And when the sheep see that rod in the hand of the shepherd, they're walking behind him. They can't see his face, but they can see the rod. They calm down. They, they're no longer jittery. They don't start panicking. They know the shepherd's there, the rod's there. They also see the crook sticking up. It's usually curved. He uses that to pull them out of a hole. When they slide down a slope, he sticks it around them. Shoop, he pulls them up the slope, pulls them out of a pit, pulls them out of the water. When they see those things, they calm down because they realize he's with me and he protects me. And we need to know that during COVID-19, God is with us and God will protect us because he is my shepherd. And we've got to keep our eyes on God's protection, not on the newscasts and on God's presence because his presence comforts us like the presence of the shepherd comforts the sheep. You know, when sheep see the shepherd, they don't panic. They know he's there. He's the provider. He's the one who guides. He's the one who leads. We're going through a dark valley right now, the psalmist says. Can't see anything else. It's cold here. There's a chilly wind blowing and the shadows are over us. But we know there he is and he's got the tools. We need to have the same approach. We need to know that we have the great shepherd of the sheep, the Lord Jesus leading us. And he has the tools for our defense. And he has given us the Holy Spirit as the comforter. And he said in Matthew 28, lo, I am with you even to the end of the age. And so God is with us. We mustn't be afraid. We must trust his presence and trust his protection. And number five, the fifth thing today, never lose sight of the provision of God. Here in the Psalms, we read again, it starts with, the Lord is my shepherd, I will lack nothing. But then it comes to this in verse 5 and 6. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. When things are tough, when things are against me, you provide. And he says, you anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. It's not half full, it's overflowing. And then he says, surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. You know, God is our provider. And the minute you start to think your provision is all in your hands, you make a mistake. Charles Spurgeon said this. He said, we have all things and abound, not because I have a good store of money in the bank, not because I have skill with which to win my bread, but because the Lord is my shepherd. Now, we know we need to work and we have to be uh, entrepreneurs and we have to really use our skill. But ultimately, he's the one who guides us and leads us to provision. And provision is spoken of in the psalm quite a bit because that's what a shepherd does. The first thing the shepherd does in the morning when he wakes up is he opens the sheepfold, he lets the sheep out, and his focus is on one thing, where can I take them for provision? Now, if God does that for us, when we wake, when we wake up in the morning, we can be sure the shepherd is there ready to take me, even though they're enemies. Recession is an enemy. Low cash flow is an enemy. Lockdown is an enemy. Business is not good. Cash flow is bad. Uh, the exchange rate is bad. People are talking and talking about all the enemies. But he says, I'll prepare a table in the midst of your enemies. And I'll anoint your head with oil. You say, well, what's that about? I'll keep your mind calm. Oil, was, what, what they did with the oil is they put it on the sheep's head. And all the worms and the bugs and the things that stuck that could get into their eyes and into their nose, that just fell off. And the sheep was unharassed. He was relaxed, he felt good, and he was provided for. And David says, you know, that's what God does for us. He provides, and we mustn't lose sight of this God of provision, even when there are shortages and their enemies and goods and services are going through an incredibly difficult time. God is our provider. And I love what he says here, goodness and love 
will follow me. You know, goodness and love, you don't see them. Because sometimes we search for them. But goodness and love are following you. And if you don't currently see them, trust me, when COVID's over, if you keep your eye on the shepherd, goodness and love will eventually come and overtake you. And you'll go, oh, there you are. Because that's what shepherds do. They wake up in the morning and they provide and they care for their sheep. Lastly, as we come to a close, number six, never lose sight of the place God has for you. The person, the presence, the protection, the peace, and the provision, and the place. There's a place God's got for us. And he says here lastly, and I will dwell in the house, the house of the Lord forever. You know, that's twofold. On the earth, sheep have a pen. At night, they don't just sleep anywhere. They go into a pen and the door's locked. It's called a sheepfold. And we have a church. The church is the place that we belong to. We're not in the building at the moment, but we belong to the church, and that's the place God has got for us. You have a place. Don't disconnect from your place. But lastly, if anything should happen to you, and if anything should go wrong, and you're stressed about COVID, you have a place in heaven. There's a home here called the church, and there's a home there called heaven. As I wrap up today, I want to tell you an amazing story about a man called Morris Pink. He recently died at the age of 97 was one of those veterans that took part in World War II. He was a sailor. And on the two ships that he sailed on, both were hit by torpedoes and went down. When he was just 19, he was on the HMS Repulse, and it was hit by five torpedoes, and it was listening badly. He was three decks down, and he ran up quickly, got onto the boat, saw it was burning, it was listening, took off his clothes, because they were filled with oil, and he jumped into an oily sea, hoping to survive. Well, he was all alone in the sea. And uh, can you imagine, he had to swim away from the ship, otherwise it would suck him down. And as he was floating in the water, he recounts it. And I want to read to you the story, because this was like Pearl Harbor for the British. It happened near Malaysia. 800 uh, sailors were killed. So this was a very serious uh, attack by the Japanese. And he says when he was in the water, he recounts this. He says, there are times in your life when things don't go right and you feel all alone. I found myself alone in the water, not able to see anyone else. It was then that Psalm 23 came into my head, and I realized I was not alone. He says, I had a shepherd. The Lord was my shepherd. I did not need to want. I was not in green pastures, but in oily waters, but he restored my soul. In other words, I wasn't stressed. Even though I was walking in the shadow of death, I was to fear no evil, for he was with me. So he had a sense that God was right there in those oily waters, these fires blazing, 800 soldiers killed. Then he says this, the rod and staff did not ring a bell with me until voices above me were shouting. He says, looking up, there was a big destroyer alongside me, HMS Electra, and its nets over the side allowed me to climb up on, onto safety. This was my rod and my staff, he says. He says, I didn't have a table set before me, but I did get a cup of the ship's cocoa. Then he says, since that day, goodness and mercy have followed me all the days of my life. And when I think back to that day, he says, I wonder what would have happened if I died. But then he says there again, the psalm had the answer. I would dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Man, Psalm 23 will keep you afloat and de-stress you when you're facing times of stress. Memorize it, pray it, remember it, 
And remember, God is your shepherd. We hope you have been blessed and inspired by this message. 